You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Got a good show for you today. We're going to talk a little bit more about Vanderpump Rules, some things I was clarified on, and some other things in regards to rumors surrounding Vanderpump and my thoughts on that. More on the Big Brother and Challenge coming to CBS in August, what it means for Survivor and all that stuff, something I brought up yesterday, but there clearly has to be something done because they are going to overlap. Um, more on the Challenge as well. All, uh, not the Challenge All-Stars. Challenge USA Season 2, which begins August 10th. I've got more on that. And I want to get to that Miley Cyrus story that I teased a couple uh, days ago that I never got around to talking about. Totally forgot about it. Going to talk about it today. And we'll get to all that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Trivia Star. Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store. It's the number one trivia game on the App Store. Download it today to challenge yourself. They're offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play, just go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. Also brought to you by ComingOutForLove.com, the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. It's on that website. That's the only way you can watch it. you got to purchase it. ComingOutForLove.com. Click on Bundles in the upper right-hand corner. Go to Checkout. And during Checkout, type in promo code RealitySteve for 15% off your order. It's a 16-episode season. There's a new episode released once a week, every Friday. This Friday is episode number four. And if you remember Nicole Kahn being on my podcast, and if you remember host Jessica Clark being on my podcast, episode four is a very monumental podcast, and you can or episode, and you can kind of see where they're headed with that. So tune in this Friday or whenever you want to watch it. It comes out every Friday. You can watch it whenever you'd like. Comingoutforlove.com. Click on Bundles. And type in promo code REALITYSTEVE at checkout for 15% off your order. All right, so I first wanted to start out with some Vanderpump news. And that is some clarifications that a few of you gave me in regards to what I had said on Monday, which was in response to everyone clarifying things that I said on Friday and just giving me a little update, a little back history on the show. So Sandoval did not pay for James's engagement ring to Raquel. He paid for the engagement party. And I said it was at Coachella. I guess it was a Coachella-themed <laughs> uh, engagement party. So no, it wasn't at Coachella because apparently it was during the pandemic when there was no Coachella. But my question still remains, why? Why is he paying, I guess it was somewhere in upwards of fifteen to $20,000 I'm, I'm guessing, you know, they're friends, they're buddies. I would not pay for my friend's engagement party, the whole thing. Now, granted, maybe money isn't an issue to these people. They clearly have more than I do. But it seems like, not having seen the episode and not knowing anything about it, the response I got from a lot of you is that Sandoval just likes to insert himself in a lot of things, and this was his way of just kind of flashing his money and trying to show, hey, I'm a great guy. I, That's the impression I got from a lot of you. But no, he didn't buy the engagement ring. But by paying for the engagement party, that helped uh, James pay for the engagement ring, I guess. So there's that. Um, I think you guys did tell me that Schwartz and Sandoval obviously being co-owning a bar or a restaurant 
it's clear that Schwartz has covered for him in the past, and none of you really believe that Schwartz didn't know anything, and he definitely covered for him this time. Ariana certainly doesn't buy Schwartz's story. You saw the scene in the finale. So tonight is part one. Going to be a lot of TV watching tonight. I've got three-hour Survivor finale, and we've got a first part of the Vanderpump Rules reunion show, which was taped back in March sometime, maybe beginning of April. But, I mean, this is this is what we've all been waiting for. And according to producers, we're going to get some revelations. It's not just going to be a recap of everything we already know. We'll be interesting to see if these are revelations that have already kind of spilled out on social media. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But the one thing in terms of spilling out on social media that I wanted to talk about was there was a report, I think I saw it on TikTok, where somebody who covers Vanderpump said they are hearing rumors from a quote-unquote source that Raquel was pregnant. And they have now walked that back. And their explanation was to the effect of, you know, I would never tell you guys anything that I didn't believe could be true. And I believe, you know, I didn't believe it was made up. It could be true, so I reported it to you guys, but I will own it and say I was wrong. It's just like, <laughs> I I know coming from me, someone who used to report stuff the second I heard it without doing a lot of vetting, but I have changed in that aspect, so I would hope that me giving an opinion on this, people would actually listen to it. And to say that, well, I reported something because it seems like it could be true, that's not a reason to report something. There's a difference between reporting something because you believe it was to be true because of the source that told you and reporting something that you heard and it sounds like something that could be true. I know that's just one word difference, but that makes all the difference in the world. When I have reported things that ended up being wrong in the Bachelor world, every single one of them, I thought they were true. I believed them to be true based on who told me and what they told me. Now, should I have done more digging? Absolutely. But I've never, ever, ever reported in the history that I've been covering this show, I have never reported something that I knew to be 100% false and I went the other way just to post something and just to throw something out there to just to get people talking. I've never done that. I never will. Everything that I've been told that ended up being wrong was something that I believed to be true. When I hear a story that someone was reporting Raquel was pregnant because it was told to them and it sounded like something that could be true, I'm like, really? That's your criteria for running with something? Well, certainly believable. Yeah, yeah. I guess because she's a woman and she has the ability to be pregnant. That's that's about the extent of, based on what they said, that was their criteria for reporting it. That Raquel is a woman and women get pregnant because they said they didn't really have anything. It was just, yeah, the source told me and it seemed like it was true, so I put it out there. And now it's already been denied by her camp. She's still in a mental health facility. So... Just just lazy, lazy reporting and kind of embarrassing. I don't even know who this person is. I just saw 
it come across on TikTok and I know that the and then it just started gaining legs that, oh, well, maybe there's a pregnancy here. You know, it's just like based on what? How about you just go directly to this? Or you hear that if someone tells you, hey, I'm hearing. I, I just think I just think all pregnancy stuff is off is off limits. I don't care if I, I just think you don't report that. Even if it even if it was true, why is a gossip person reporting that Raquel would be pregnant? Wouldn't you let her do that? Would you let her make that announcement or her team? I mean, that's just that's what I mean. And, and you know, look, I'm I'm not on Raquel and Sandoval's side whatsoever in this whole scandal. Absolutely not. But as I said the other day, there is a line that needs to be drawn versus Man, can we just move on from these people versus absolute hatred and vitriol and false information being said about them or one of them? It's just wrong. And um, you know, I'll be watching tonight. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just as going to be dialed in as you guys, excited about exactly what we're going to find out that's new from this show. I will never claim to be an expert on Vanderpump Rules. I am never going to go back and watch 10 seasons. I'm telling you that right now. I just want to know the backstory, which I feel like I've gotten. I, I kept it in my notes. I'll have to look at it because off the top of my head, when you say, did, you know, did, uh, did, did Schwartz ever date Kristen? I'll be like, uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, did, uh, did Schwartz ever date Sheena? Did Sandoval ever date Sheena? Did I ever hook up? Like, I don't know all that, like right off the top of my head, like anybody that's followed the show for 10 years could probably answer that right away. So, I'm going to keep my notes, but I'm going to follow the show from here on out. I will definitely talk about it in my daily roundups. I don't think I'm going to really write about it when season 11 starts. But this show is going to be in the news until season 11 begins filming. And and then, obviously, more and more stuff will leak out and stuff like that. But I'm not going to be a spoiler guy when it comes to, to Vanderpump. I'll leave that to other sites that have been covering the show much, much longer. Um but, yeah, I just think the reporting on that, saying that Raquel is pregnant because you heard it from somebody, uh, was irresponsible journalism. So yesterday I talked about the fact that Big Brother is coming back, and it's coming back on August 2nd, which is, what day of the week is that? That's a Wednesday. So it's coming back on August 2nd. And it's, according to the press release, it's still in its normal Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday time slot. And it's coming back on that August 2nd. But then we also know that CBS announced Survivor and Amazing Race are coming back in the fall with 90-minute episodes. And that's going to take over Monday night. So Survivor will be on 7 to 8.30 Central Time. Amazing Race will be on 8.30 to 10. After that, you go into your local news. So there is not going to be any show outside of those on Wednesday nights. So we don't know the start dates for Survivor and Amazing Race yet, but if Big Brother is starting August 2nd, and we know this is a show that usually lasts three months, shit, even if Survivor and Amazing Race start the first week of October, we're still only two months into Big Brother. And I don't think they're starting that late. I think those shows will start mid-September. So... Something has to happen on Wednesday nights. 
either Big Brother has to move out of Wednesday nights. Well, they're going to have to because we already know Survivor and Amazing Race are on Wednesday nights whenever they start their seasons in the fall. So Big Brother from April from August 2nd until when Survivor and Amazing Race start, only going to it will be on Wednesday, Thursdays and Sundays. But once we get a formal premiere date for Survivor and Amazing Race, those Wednesday nights for Big Brother are gone. I don't know if they're going to move it to Tuesday. I don't know if they're going to do Thursday, Friday, Sunday, or maybe just go to two days a week. We don't know. But there's no way there's not going to be an overlap, and I don't think Big Brother is going to be done and then done with their season and then Survivor and Amazing Race start. I don't see that at all because that would be a very, very short season. I don't see that happening. If anything, you want Big Brother to go longer because of the writer's strike. Another thing I noticed about Big Brother, I saw a, uh, I think I saw a reel. It was either a reel or maybe it was just an Instagram feed clip. And Big Brother, you know, promoting this upcoming season, which is season 25. And they did a clip of the final shot of announcing the winner for all previous 24 seasons. And, I mean, it was a real quick shot, like two seconds from each season. Because they got 24 seasons to go through. They didn't want to make this real, you know, five minutes long. It was just, and our winner of season one, season two, season three, and they would always show the people, the person that won and them hugging or cheering that the fact that they won. But what's funny is they get to season 21 and you never see Jackson's face. Everyone else, you got to see who it is. Now it still was very quick, one to two seconds. But if you're paying attention, you saw their face and you saw them smiling, cheering, hugging somebody else. Except for season 21, they don't even bother to show Jackson. It's very, it's so quick. I don't remember what clip they showed. I just remember looking at that full video and being like, huh, Jackson was the only winner that they never showed us. They didn't skip over the season. It was just, he. I, I think it was, um, I think it was the, the clip that they actually show when they get to season 21 is him walking out of the house and all the confetti is um, pouring down, and you can't even see him. He's, like, walking behind it. I think that was the clip that they used. I mean, they <laughs> – obviously, I have some sort of ties to season 21. Well, I did. And even at the time when that all that was going on, um, it was just very well known that the show literally wanted to distance themselves from Jackson. For the longest time, when you went – when. When you went on CBS's website, and I, you know what? I should have checked this before I went on today. Maybe I can, maybe I'll do it for tomorrow. When you went on CBS's website and they had the list of past winners, a year after Jackson had won, they still didn't have his name on their website. <laughs> like, that's how bad I think they CBS knows season 21 was and how problematic it was. So I don't even know if they're acknowledging him as a winner. Uh, but. Yeah. Maybe I should go check that out. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that today and see if he's still on their website. They, they might have added his name, which is fine. But I just thought if you've seen that, cli that clip or that reel, I don't know what it is. I just know I saw it. And 24 seasons of them showing the f winner being announced. And Jackson is the only one that doesn't get his face shown. Also, uh, Challenge USA Season 2. That starts on August 10th. I read you the cast list yesterday. 
That is actually airing on Thursday and Sundays for the first three weeks. So for the first three weeks of the season, we're going to get two episodes. And then after three weeks, it's just going to its Thursday night regular time slot. Not sure why they're doing it. So I guess they want to combine it with Big Brother since we know Big Brother's on Sunday nights. And Challenge USA Season 2 starts eight days after Big Brother premieres. So it looks like for three weeks in August, yeah, it'll be Big Brother Sunday nights. And then right after that will be Challenge USA Season 2. Like I said, staying away from spoilers. I think right now they're into the final six. I don't even know the theme of the season. I don't know who's paired up with who, if there is pairs, if there's teams. I don't know. And I don't – if I found out what the theme was, I'd be fine. I don't I don't care about the theme because I already read you the contestants. But I'd be very interested to know kind of like who it, – it, it, there is a lot of newbies on that season, so it seems like, you know, your fessy bananas, Wes – probably going to last pretty far on that season just because so many newbies and so many people who have never really played the game aren't well versed and at that when that happens we all know what happens on these challenge shows the vets target those people and say you haven't earned your stripes we're coming after you you have to earn your way in the finals and those rookies are so scared to go up against and throw bananas or wes or someone like fessy in they're too they're too scared to do it because they feel like they will be targeted, and if anything, they want to side with them so they don't get thrown in. So we we know how this works. So it makes me think that I have no idea. Like I said, no spoilers. It makes me think that Fessy, Wes, and Bananas, at least two of them are probably getting to the finals, if not all of them. But we don't know how many people make it to a finals. We don't know, like I said, if it's teams, if it's boy-girl, if it's uh, – we just don't know. I mean, some people out there know. I, I don't know. And finally, I wanted to talk about this uh, Miley Cyrus quote from last week, which I found rather interesting because she was talking about touring and she hasn't toured since 2014. And she said, after the last arena show I did in 2014, I kind of looked at it as more of a question and I can't. Not only can't, because can't is your capability, but my desire, do I want to live my life for anyone else's pleasure or fulfillment other than my own? Like singing for hundreds of thousands of people isn't really the thing that I love. There's no connection. There's no safety. Uh, kind of an odd quote when you've got someone like Taylor Swift who seemingly loves performing for her fans and performs three nights every weekend in front of 70,000 people in stadiums for five months straight. Like, I, I don't want to say Miley doesn't love music, and she's she's certainly entitled to her own opinion, but it just seems like an odd statement to make. Because clearly, yes, you can do it if you want to. Her thing is like, yeah, my desire is just not there. I, but for her to say, do I want to live my life for anyone else's pleasure or fulfillment other than my own... But you're making it seem like, oh, well, if I do a concert in front of people, I'm just pleasuring them. I'm just doing it for their pleasure. No, you're not. I, it, it's, I, I, I don't know. I guess because I'm so, 
and, and it's not that I dislike Miley. I have some of her songs in my playlist. But to say that when someone, I guess that people will, I don't want to say compare her to, but somewhat of a peer in that, in, in, in Taylor Swift, because they're roughly, I think, around the same age. And it's like, Taylor loves performing in front of people. She loves her fans. She's putting on one of the greatest performances ever in concert history with a three-hour and 15-minute show for every weekend for five months. And here's Miley saying, yeah, I just singing for hundreds of thousands of people isn't really the thing I love. There's no connection. I, just very confusing. And it just sounds like a like an almost an elitist statement, you know? I just, it's kind of a bad look. I don't know. And then she added, it's also not natural. It's so isolating because if you're in front of 100,000 people, then you are alone. I mean, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm having trouble understanding what is she getting at with this? Other than to say, like, I do my own thing. I'm Miss Independent Woman, and I'm going to do that. It's like, great, but you're making it seem like if somebody does perform in front of a lot of people that it's wrong or they can't do it or that's it's not self-satisfying. This is a very, very bizarre quote. It's like, Miley, read the room of what's going on right now. But... Miley's always kind of walked to the, you know, marched to the beat of her own drum, for sure. And like I said, I think she's very talented. Got a few of her songs on my on my Apple playlist. Never seen her in concert. She's definitely, you know, she's pushes the envelope for sure. Just a just a weird quote to come out and say. Like, why? You know? Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review uh, in Apple Podcasts. It's much appreciated. I'm going to check out that Big Brother website for you and see if Jackson's name is on there. And tomorrow we're going to have a lot to talk about. we got that Survivor finale. We've got Vanderpump Rules reunion episode one, part one, whatever you want to call it. Tomorrow's going to be fun-filled, I tell you that much. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. Yes, my heart is broken by that performance from the Dallas Stars last night. But talk about that on the Sports Daily. Appreciate you all listening. Go rate, subscribe, and review. Give me a five-star. It would really help the podcast. Give me a good review. That would help as well. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.